0: Hey guys, coming up, we break down Phil's surprising win at the PGA Championships. Brooks is eye roll to Bryson. What's that all about? And my picks: Charles Schwab Challenge at Colony.
1: I got to tell you, these are the weeks that we are here for. Welcome into a brand new episode of Cash Out with the Coaches. I am the coach, Jonathan Coachman. He is Travis Fulton, and this is the show of record when it comes to everything golf entertainment and golf betting. Travis, we have a lot to talk about this week. An incredible field in Dallas, but that's on the back burner because we have two (laughs) huge topics that we got to get to. First of all, how are you?
0: I'm good, man. Hey, we played a little, uh, played a little golf yesterday here in Pontevedra. Got some yes. cool content coming for you out there. As we uh, not only talked about the PGA, but we looked ahead, talked about the U.S. Open, Open Championship, some of the other topics that are in the game of golf, but none bigger than
1: Phil Mickelson. My goodness, Coach, where in the world did that come from? You know what? I'm kind of kicking myself because I normally put a flyer uh, at every major. So somebody that kind of makes sense that has high odds. And from a golf betting perspective, man, whoever decided to throw a little bit of coin on Phil, but if you take the betting out of it, Trav, just what he was able to do and the, the scene, the people, uh, the energy, yeah. can you imagine? And I thought about this right after it was over. Can you imagine if this would have been last August and he would have done this in San Francisco with no fans and nobody there. And we would have been robbed of that scene and that moment. Uh, I think Phil put himself elevated himself into the discussion as far as not as greatest player ever, but as far as certainly when you're talking achievements, that's one of the greatest achievements of all time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he it's it's history, 50 years old, oldest to win a major championship. uh, And it's not even close. You know, it's apparent to me. The only other time that I've seen that happen was Tiger, of course, uh, in Atlanta Mm -hmm. at the tour championship. And here we have a 50-year-old a Phil Mickelson, 44-year-old Tiger Woods, and they're still the two biggest names in golf. And it's not even close. It, it, it's not even close. They are the needle movers. They are what people are getting excited about. Take nothing away from Spieth, Rory. They have their following. We get that. But these two guys, I mean, they still reign. It was an incredible scene. It came out of nowhere. We've talked about Rory and others. Needing the fans. Phil needed the fans. That's the biggest entertainer of them all, right yeah, there. Yeah. Phil Mickelson, he needed the fans. He wasn't showing form coming in. Phil, Phil will give you a line here and there, like, yeah, gosh, I've been playing great. And then come on. You know, you yeah, haven't been playing great. No. But he came in and just blew us all away. Blew us well, all away. I still have no idea how he won on that golf course. Incredible.
1: I am not so sure that he knows how he won on that <laughs> golf course. And really the the uh, the quote that I keep seeing played over and over and over is I knew I had it in me to do it, but I just didn't see that it was happening kind of uh, what what you just said but when I watched him in his post- round press conference and let's be honest this year we've bet against Phil a lot yeah. because he always has that one round that he'll he bet come in and shoot a 68 69 but then the next day it's a 75 a 76 mm-hmm. and he's talked about the lack of focus and this week I think Friday you and I we text all the time during the tournaments we felt like Friday. He was going to blow up. Then he yeah. doesn't. Then Saturday, he comes in with the lead. We thought he was going to blow up. He doesn't. Then Sunday has a one-shot lead over a two-time champion in Brooks Kepka. And I think all of us felt like today's the day. Brooks <laughs> is a big game hunter. He's got him right there. All he's got to do is reel him in. And he doesn't. And yeah. it was Brooks that backed up. And it wasn't Phil. I think all those things made for not just a magic moment, but think about all the young cats the young kids now that are watching the game that love the speech, the JTs and those guys that never got to see Phil when he was winning majors like this, they never got to see tiger back 20 years ago. Now you have all of that and yep. you've got the youngsters, yep. which is why I consistently say this is the sweet spot in the history of golf the next five years.
0: Yeah, it is. I've met a lot of people in the last year, middle-aged people who have come back to the game because of COVID mm-hmm. and now you have this happening. This is, this is huge, you know, for that, you know, the, I mean, golf is, is on an incredible heater right now. It's the silver lining of COVID and people coming back at this age and they see this now they're motivated to even play more, uh, you know, back to the last round, it seems like a lot of tournaments this year. Um, you know, no one's making a run at that guy. You know, no one's making a run at the lead. Brooks couldn't get anything going, you know, he's a yeah. hole off the tee. <laughs> the putter's chilly. He gets going late the last five or six holes, but it's too late. No one's making the run at the leader. Phil was struggling. I think if Brooks plays a better front nine, perhaps a different story, but make no mistake. The lead was tight. Phil needed to hit big drives on 15 and 16. I think those are the two most important shots of Sunday. And do you think he felt just kind of good when that ball rolled past Brooks Kepka? Three hundred and sixty-eight <laughs> <yards.
1: laughs> i think he felt great i mean he, he you could argue that was the drive of his life oh. that was the drive of his 360 yeah with three holes to play on a par yeah. five when you had to have it when brooks was already uh, safe off that yeah. team uh, it was incredible it, it, yeah. it really was it was and i like the new kind of humble Phil because he was still very dynamic in wait, his let's wait whoa, whoa
0: whoa 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 did you just say humble
1: when, I mean, let's let, not
0: let's not let's not let, overstate. let
1: me let me finish when it came to giving credit to his brother, to his coach, to the people who have helped him along. Yeah, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Phil's never going to be humble, <laughs> but he gave credit where credit's due. And yeah. I thought during the weekend he did, too, with his brother saying, listen, my and, and even on Sunday, you remember, he said my brother pulled me aside yep. when I made that early mistake and said, listen, you've got to go out and make the shots. Don't be tentative. Because if you're tentative, that's when you're going to make the mistakes, yep. and that really opened him up. And I thought that was the key to the whole round.
0: We haven't seen great golf from Phil. You know, he won the AT and T what back in nineteen. Um, you know, before that, yeah, it was kind of was a there. struggle. You know, he, yeah. he popped up and won that. Um, so it's been the better part of two years. I mean, it's been a, it's been a struggle, a grind. I've been critical of him, um, and you know, I have to fall on the sword a little bit here because I didn't think what he was doing. Chasing or the bombs mentality <laughs> was doing anything for him. He sprang it off the T His approach game struggled. Leaked into his pot. I mean, you know, like Phil has been irrelevant. Let's face it, right? Um, now he goes to the Champions Tour and he can. You know, that's a different story. Correct. But you know, hey, he's playing on house money. He can afford to. He can afford to gamble, as ironic as that is, <laughs> and show up and have it all come together for four days. Didn't even you know it was interesting? I just I just sat there and I watched Phil on Sunday, even in the press conference afterwards. It's the most subdued I've ever seen him. Uh, You know, I mean, this whole thing stretching the mind, working on it, the meditation—you could see it. I've I've never seen Phil in that state like that on a Sunday. You know, just it was it was certainly focused, subdued, and whatever it was, it worked brilliantly. Yeah, it it
1: really (laughs) really did, and now. Uh, For people who don't know, he's got a five-year exemption to every other major. So now he's got five more years until he's 55 years old to play in these majors. Uh, He now will head to Torrey Pines, which is one of his favorite golf courses. Mm -hmm. He he lived there. He he grew up there. um, He's a California guy. And now he has a chance to win the career Grand Slam, which is something I don't think any of us ever thought that he would have the ability to do at this late stage. But now, Trav, with this victory, I think now he can honestly look at himself and he says, I'm going to go there two weeks early and put in the work. Now it's not so crazy. Now he's playing kind of conservative game plan, understanding where to hit the ball and not just hitting bombs all the time. Don't you think now it's completely different than say a month ago, if we would have had the same discussion?
0: We'll see. I mean, I, I'm not ready to put the conservative word on Phil's game plan. I mean, even the shots he hit on Sunday, the shot on tanny he takes it out over the bunker and draws it into the back. left corner. <laughs> you know, I, I like the idea of the, of the seed that he calls it off the tee. It's kind of the low chaser. I think that's a shot that he needs to continue to go to. And then obviously he has the high bomb that he can hit. And it's impressive. 50 years of age, you're busting it out there past Brooks. It's impressive stuff.
1: It really um, is. It really you is. Know, but you know,
0: strokes can get approached, positive eight. That's a huge number. Um, that's a bit of an outlier for him leading up to this. You know, is he going to maintain that kind of pace? Probably not, um, from an iron game, but Hey, I'm here for it, man. I'm here for it. He's got five more years now to play in the U S open five more years in major championships. Phil is great theater. He's great theater. He's a great interview. He has something to say. I love it. You know, he doesn't talk down on people. He's articulate unlike some other people that we see. And I know we're going to talk about here in a short minute. I'm here for Phil Mickelson. I hope he plays and competes in major championships till he's 62 years old, because he might do it the way he's hitting it off the tee as far as distance. <laughs> hey,
1: Tom Watson <laughs> damn near did it. Yeah, I right. don't think he was in as good a shape as Phil is. By oh. the way, Phil is not a great interview. Phil is the best yeah. interview yeah, of all time. yep. Yeah. Now, the okay. man he was playing with, Brooks Kepka. We thought he was going to get it done. It would have been his third PGA Championship, would have been his fifth major. And I think a lot of people, and certainly the books in Vegas, thought he was going to get it done. But it wasn't what happened on Sunday that has everybody (laughs) chirping. Now, maybe it's my WWE background. Maybe I always believe that to have a good baby face or good guy, you got to have a good bad guy. But a video that released, somehow it leaked that Todd Lewis – I love Todd. He's a good friend of mine. And he was doing a taped interview with Brooks mm-hmm. Kepka. And if people at home haven't seen it yet, A, are you living under a rock? Or B, <laughs> if you haven't, go and Google it as soon as you're done with Cash Out with the Coaches. And he's doing an interview. And basically, Bryson walks behind him and he's clearly wearing uh, cl- uh, spikes yeah. because he's making a, a very loud noise on the sidewalk. And Brooks stops, uses the F bomb a couple times, clearly. <laughs> Does not like Bryson, clearly was not happy with Bryson, and now it doesn't matter the meme, the gif, whatever it is, Trav, but now people are like, hey, Steve Stricker, let's put these two together at the Ryder Cup. Hey, USGA, let's put these two together at the U.S. Open. If I was in charge of any of these tournaments, that would be the first thing that I would do because this is going to be good for the game. I don't care what anybody says.
0: It's good for. I mean, the U.S. Open, of course. I, I'd be shocked if they didn't. I'm not so sure about the Ryder Cup. You know, I mean, yeah. I don't know about that. You got to win. Here, here we guy, are yeah. trying to be more of a team. You know, as a Ryder Cup and mm-hmm. this pod and and it's a great point. force and all this, and you're looking at that and like, yeah, okay, the, the guys are really coming together here. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I think there's, you know, look, these guys are traveling and competing week in and week out, right, and. There's people that you dislike and I think it's always been this way. The difference in today's game is the media is everywhere
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: there's a good chance it's going to leak. I'm a little surprised that it was golf channel little surprised by that, but this stuff just gets out and it becomes a story. But I think this kind of stuff and, behavior and I don't like him and he doesn't like me. I mean, I think it's been happening forever. Right. It's like that in any industry. Mm-hmm. We know that. Um, but this one, this one fuels, you know, it's, there's some real fuel there, you know, cause Brooks puts it out there, you know, he's, he's the alpha and he's going to let you know he's the alpha. And that was another opportunity for him to let you know he's the alpha, right? Mm-hmm. Because Bryson's all beefed up and busting it out there. And he's like, Hey dude, you know, like he's rolling his eyes and he he's not, he's right. Brooks is not dumb. You know, he's, he knows what's, he knows what's up. And, uh, he's, he's flexing a little bit. Is it good theater? Of course it is. It's great. It's different for golf, but this is today's media. More of this stuff is going to come out and I'm here for it. Let's have a rivalry. Let's put them together in the U S open. It'd be incredible.
1: I'd be, I've been very, very critical of Brooks over the last couple of years because I just don't think he approaches Uh, who he is and his career the right way. Now, he's created this. We haven't created this person. He has done it. Now, has he changed a little bit in the last few months and become a little more open on Instagram and social media? Okay. But he clearly, when he started with the whole DJ thing last year in in August, when he kind of put DJ on blast, that he doesn't really care if he has any friends out on tour. I don't think he cares. (laughs) And clearly, if you watch that entire video – When Todd Lewis says, boy, we're going to have some fun if that gets around the TV compound. And Brooks says, I really don't care if it does. (laughs) And I don't think right now he cares. And I think the person that does care is Bryson. Because if I was Bryson, you best believe, and maybe this is just me, but you best believe at some point I'm confronting Brooks. Not to get in a fight, not to throw, throw blows, but to let him know, listen, I'm the most popular player outside of Phil and Tiger on the PGA Tour. We all know that. And is there a little bit of jealousy that comes out of Brooks? I think it does. I think there yeah, is. I do. And, yeah. and do, does does he like the fact that Bryson's getting all his attention? No, I don't believe that he does. But the only person that can change this, Trav, is Brooks Koepka. Yeah. Not us, not Bryson. It's Brooks. So I fall in the side of Bryson. But damn it, if I'm not wanting this <laughs> thing to have some legs... Give me some legs because this is the first time that I can remember yeah. that we've had a wrestling style feud or a boxing style feud. And this is what's going to open the door that I've been begging for for the last three or four years. I work for the PGA tour. We've had very spirited discussions. I'll say it like that, that things need to change. Players need to embrace being a bad guy or, or a good guy. They just put a $40 million pool of money to, Guys who want to be popular outside of the game. This does that. Whether you like it or whether you don't, you say, I'm here for it. Trav, let's be here together, baby. (laughs) Let's be here together because I can't wait for the thought. Who do you think is going to be the first camp that issues a statement?
0: Um, That issues a statement, the first camp between Bryson and Brooks.
1: Yeah. This is, Hey, we have no issues with each other. We're all good. There's no rivalry here. There's no heat. You think so? Yeah. I don't think
0: Brooks, I don't think Brooks is going there, you know, unless it's, yeah, I don't think he, you're probably right. There's nothing there that a sponsor is going to be like, Hey man, we need you to do that. I don't, I don't think so. I think Brooks is fine. You know, I think Brooks is, you know, he fuels himself. He he wears the chip, you know, there, there's the chip and he fuels himself through those feuds with BJ and he, and he creates it. It's him. He creates it. There's this stuff's not coming to him. He's creating the environment that we're living in right now. And Bryson is being pulled into that. And is Bryson Mm -hmm. quirky? And there's other guys that think that, that have this similar opinion about Bryson. Of course there is, right? Of course there is, but they're not stopping the interview midway.
1: (laughs) I've never seen that before. (laughs) Who does that? Who does that? Now I will say this for people who don't know, I would argue that Brooks has left millions of dollars on the table because famously a couple of years ago, he had all these offer from, um, uh, equipment companies. And he was like, why would I change the equipment that I'm winning major championships with? And he had like a, a, a potpourri, like three yeah. titleless wedges two ping this and what. And it, it, when you sign a deal with an equipment company, you got to play with all of their clubs. And he didn't want to do that. And so he cost himself a seven-figure contract. Yep. And I think Nike, would you say Nike is kind of the only big, big sponsor that he has?
0: Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I think there's sponsors that are turned off by it for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. there's no yeah. question.
0: There's no yeah. question. I mean, the villain, we have villains. Patrick Reed, the villain. Yeah. Bruce Kepka's a villain. Bryson's a villain. I mean, these,
1: you know, Patrick, I, I think a, a, probably a little jealous, don't you think? Patrick Reed's probably a little jealous right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think- I think Brooks gets a little jealous. That's just my personal opinion. Yes, I do. Yes. And I think he creates what we're talking about right now. Put himself, insert himself in, uses it as motivation, and here's he go. And I'm a, I'm here for it, man. <laughs> I am here for it. The US Open's 3 weeks away. We've got some tournaments leading up to it, but my goodness, if the USGA, I mean, who knows with the USGA, right? I mean, yeah. they'll probably put they'll probably put Bryson with <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, right? I'll put him with Tore, Kevin Stripling,
1: Matt Kuchar, you know, something like that. Because I, I, I guess I'm uh, just a point grab.
0: Wait, do will yeah. put him with Webb Simpson because
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> because Webb yeah. gets stuck with the ball. <laughs> Webb, talk to these, talk to this boy. I just don't understand <laughs> those, and, and maybe it's and I, I always I always uh, single out writers like sports writers because they're notoriously the most conservative and I've never gotten along with guys that are right for a living. Just never gotten along with them. i mm-hmm. I've always been a TV guy and a radio guy. Uh, and, and I feel like they're the ones that are going to hold this feud back. They're the ones that are going to say, this makes me feel very uncomfortable. It doesn't make me feel uncomfortable. It makes me feel excited to watch a tournament. And if you're TV executives right now, you're oh. saying to all your people right now, if you're the NBC, you're oh. saying guys, if we don't feed into this, and we don't pump this up; we're costing ourselves lots of money, lots of ratings points, and just a lot of, to me, credibility. As if you're into sports betting and you're into, and the Peacock Network, by the way, just paid two hundred million dollars for the WWE contract. Mm. And now they're you you're telling me you're going to have WWE and Vince McMahon? and You're not going to buy into this on your same <laughs> network?
0: Of course, you, you got to lean in, buddy. Gotta lean you in, got to lean in. You got to lean in. And, and and you gotta get a little bit uncomfortable. And this is uncomfortable for it golf. Is. It, it is. is. It is. It is. I've it never is. seen anything like it. I don't see that in basketball or no. football. Someone stopping going, no. what? <sighs> you know, I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I mean it's just, exactly it's, right. It's crazy, man. It 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 really <laughs> was. Um, but the
1: do the right thing. Put them together. Put them together. All right. So let's switch gears now because we've got a tournament this week. And it is uh, – it has kind of a surprisingly strong feel. Yeah. And I made a list. And Burger's is a defending champion because it's hard to believe we're, we're now one year, a full one year yep. from when the, the PGA Tour returned um, to the Colonial out of the pandemic. So that's just an awesome milestone. Morikawa lost in a playoff here last year. He's back. Patrick Reed, Justin Thomas, Louis Oosthuizen, Phil is there, kicking it by the pool yesterday, drinking some wine. Sergio, Jordan Spieth, Will Zalatorius, Abraham Answer, just to name a few. Now, there are tournaments that reap rewards of their spot on the the tour schedule, Mm -hmm. and there's those that don't. I don't know that Colonial thought that they would get this strong of a field, but take us through. you played the course, kind of what people at home can expect, and the kind of player – that should play well this week.
0: You know, I love Fort Worth, Texas. If you haven't been, go downtown, it's a great spot. Um, Colonial Country Club, right outside of it there. Wonderful area, wonderful course. Got to play with a couple of members there actually um, a couple of years ago and just had a great experience. It's, um, you know, it's an old school golf course, right? This is where Ben Hogan put his spikes up and was so famous here and has won the tournament um, many times a par 70 7200 yards this is nothing like what you watched last week nothing <laughs> it's uh it's shorter right it's you're going to see more trees the rough is eh, you know not not crazy long um but it's kind of a position golf course right we've yeah. seen these like an RBC heritage like a sony position types of golf courses hit the ball in play hit the green um, you know, get it to inside 20 feet when the opportunities come about. You're going to have, you're going to see a lot of approach wedges um, into the game. I like a good wedge player here, but you look at how players have done here. And, you know, you can see the list. Like a speeth has won here. He's finished twice a couple of times. Kevin Na um, has won here. Um, uh, excuse me. The uh, Kevin Kisner, Kevin Kisner, yep. who's here and, he, yep. and he's not playing very good golf right now. That's the kind of player who's who's played with now Daniel Berger a little bit longer off the tee. But when you think of these guys, I think there's a couple things that really stand out. One, there's two statistics here. It's bread and butter PGA tour stroke scan approach. I like the emphasis on the wedge play coming in longer par threes who excels there. But then stroke scan putting. That's one and one. In. I mean, you have yes. to win those two Berger last year. Prime example. Just positive one off the tee. Five and a half in approach and 5.2 in putting around the green, plus one. I can tell you firsthand playing the course, the short game shots, the short game shots last week are times 10 difficult than what they're going to face this week. I mean, it's just, it's not even the same. The short game shots, I think, here are pretty straightforward. I I really push down around the green and I even push down driving. I want a good ball striker and I want a good putter, emphasis on bent. And that's what I'm after. It, and it plays out with Berger and it played out with Kevin Na the year before that. Those are the two stats,
1: yeah. And the reason you, you say that is because most of the par fours are between 400 and 450, uh, which is not normal on a PJ Tour course. Now, I get you, you normally see more 470s and 480s, right. But now, for 400 to 450, you're going to have that 130 wedge shot all day, yeah, just all day. Now, when we look at how things played out a year ago, it was really, really exciting although there were no fans. Now we know the fans are going to be back. We saw last week uh, just how important I huh. believe they are to certain players to get the job done. So yeah. with that being said, when you look at the players, and we're going to get into our, our picks in just a second, but of the players, the big name players that that feed off the crowd, I think when you look at a JT this week, I think he's motivated because he missed the cut last week and he hasn't been playing well. And he's a, he, he's a player, Trav, that has a great deal of pride and we saw how much he just wanted to make the cut last week and play the weekend. And then he was active on social media. So I think there's a lot of big name players now that are looking at the landscape and they're saying, well, we got about two and a half months before the FedEx cup playoffs. I've got to kick myself in gear. Do you feel like there's a lot of big name players now that are starting to feel not pressure, but they want to be talked about. They want to be talked about now that everything gets, is getting back to normal. We got fans and it, it just seems like we're, as far as the PJ Tour is concerned, kind of past the pandemic.
0: I, I think JT's frustrated. His putting is not good. Um, I tweeted out last weekend that he just he's he he feels a million miles away right now, you know, to have the kind of putter to win. He hasn't historically even played this tournament. He played last year because right. everybody did. Yeah. Um I think JT's frustrated. Speeth is back playing well. It's his good buddy, but trust me, that that burns, you know, a little bit. Maybe there's some too much pressure. He's putting on himself. Um, you know, Morikawa now, obviously front and center. He won the PGA with no fans and, and now he's playing in front of fans. So he's getting that taste uh, of the PGA tour and Berger has certainly has experience with that. Will's out getting his feet wet now with, with some fans just continues to play incredible Great. golf. Incredible. I, I mean, just crazy good golf. I think you have to put Will on the short list here. This is a really good spot for him. Um, Scheffler getting a little taste of now, again, the fans, you know, once again, so some of these younger players, they're getting that taste, you know, of this is the PGA tour and Phil's like, Hey, welcome to my world, boys. This is, yeah you know, like he's, you know, nobody's good. I, I love the fans and the energy and the excitement, but don't put your hands on the player. I mean, come on. Don't put your hands on the player. Be smarter than that.
1: Be smarter than that. And yeah. don't take a shot at somebody's knee. Yeah. Um, like, like Brooks claimed they did last week and who's, who's to say that they, that they, uh, did not now, as we start to get forward and this is something last year, I don't think we talked about enough because of the pandemic and that kind of dominated the conversation, but let's remember, this will be the second year Trav, the second year that the FedEx cup tour championship starts with a staggered start. So it's never been more important. Mm -hmm. to have a high finish in the regular season than it is right now. You're talking about these weeks could be the difference between you making $15 million as a bonus or not. And I think that's what the players are starting to focus on. Now they're like, listen, these high finishes translate into strokes, strokes translate into leads and leads can translate into $15 million. And I think now if you ask a player to a man, that's got to be kind of their focus, don't
0: you think? <laughs> well, I mean, we know Phil's motivated by money, so maybe that's <laughs> yeah. what we need to lean to. <laughs> maybe, maybe right. so. I mean, he, so. he he certainly padded that and looks to keep building on that. Um, he he needs he needs more, right? He yeah. needs to keep going. Um, uh, I think on those points, Charlie Hoffman is an interesting name. He's played exceptionally well. Yes, can he keep it going here? This seems like could be another good spot. We know he played good at Valero, Texas. He's not afraid of. Although the wind probably won't blow as much at Colonial. When I played it, it was. Insanely windy, but usually not because of the trees. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think along those points, I think Gary Woodland's an interesting name that needs to start going in. Is um, went back to Butch Harmon. I don't know why Gary Woodland leaves Butch because every time he's with Butch, he plays good golf. And he was struggling, went back to Butch a couple weeks ago. And all of a sudden, here comes Gary Woodland again. There His iron is. game is good. It's like Gary, just settle in, <laughs> settle Trap. in, and be consistent. You're where you need to be. Find your guy and That's go. Exactly quit real. searching. He needs to go. I think he's an interesting name. And Phinot needs to pick it up a little bit. No, he was yep. a top. Excuse me. He was a top ten last week.
1: But yeah, backdoor he, big. Top it, backdoor, it was a backdoor,
0: and he did it kind of unconventionally um, through a short game his ball striking really wasn't that good. It was a short game was like off the chart. He careered it mm-hmm. um, around the green. So I feel like Finau needs to kind of get his mojo going in the way that we're usually seeing it, which is with, you know, obviously he's long up the tee, which will be the gate here a little bit, but he's a good approach game player. He's a very good approach game player. And he's, and I think his putting has improved. So can he keep the momentum going? But I got to tell you, man, we'll get to our picks. This, uh, this uh, Abraham Anther guy, if there's a golf course that is built for Abraham Answer skill set, this is it. Boom, boom, this and, is it.
1: And I know how much you hate, and I use hate with capital letters validating anything that I do. Uh, but you're going to see with my betting, because I never send you my betting card, and that's on purpose. Mm-hmm. But you're going to see here in a second, you just validated everything I'm doing this week. Okay. So thank you for that. It's so about time I, you start listening. <laughs> so let's jump right into it. It's a great segue into our picks for the week. Uh, if you're joining us for the very first time, here's what we do. We take uh, 100 bucks and we kind of spread it out over five different picks. Two head-to-heads. Great new graphic, Cody. Thank you. Two Ooh. head-to-head matchups. Top 20 pick. A tournament winner and then a wild card play that could be anything on the board. But Cody is such a good producer, my goodness. All right, Trav, your first head-to-head. What do you like? Where are you going?
0: Where are we going, Cody? Who's my first one? Here it comes. There he oh, is. Minus 120 over JT. We're going to beat JT <laughs> when he's down. The disappointment yeah. of a missed cut. He was a mess. He still had a chance. To make the cup, he had made that long putt on, on 18. I just, I don't know what's going on with JT. There's some frustration settling. He made a change with his putting coach. Let's see, a few months ago, played very well, obviously at the players, but it's been dismal. I mean, he, his putting, mm-hmm. he's looked lost. He looks frustrated with his putting. Now we know these guys can change it quickly. You know, we know that they can turn it around. Patrick Cantlay did it last week. He turned it around after four straight miscuts. cuts. Um, but I just I look at j t. He hasn't played here historically, so I don't think he's in love with this place. I think j t right now is the mentality i'm gonna play through this i'm gonna play through this right now. I need reps um but I don't think this is the best spot for him, even though we know his iron game can really go. the putter I don't know it, it just it's not there for me Speeth, on the other hand, he's trending beautifully. he loves his place he's won here he's finished second a couple different times. this skill set. This golf course, Abraham Manser, Jordan Speeth, it is made for them. So I'll, I'll continue with the struggle with JT and and just give the head up to Speeth.
1: Yeah. And when Speeth won here, he did it in in, in classic Speeth fashion that uh, spectacular shots made uh, down the stretch. Let me ask you this real quick because mm-hmm. we talk about players changing coaches and being with certain coaches. JT has always been with his dad. And he's won, what, 13 times the PJ Tour with his dad as mm-hmm. his only coach ever do you think with the way that he's struggling a little bit that maybe a new set of eyes might not be the worst thing?
0: No, I don't think it's so much of that. I I don't really think it's the ball striking per se. I think the ball striking has been fine. Um, You know, we know he can get a little loose with the driver as he did last week. Um, But the approach game has been fine. You know, the iron game, it was, it was off a little last week. He was zero, which is really off for him. But before that he had four great weeks of a uh, stroke scan approach where he dominates around the greens looks fine. It's just the putting. I mean, he just, he looks, I don't know if it's in between something mm-hmm. or if it's just a lack of confidence or what it is, but there's clearly frustration there. He missed the hole from five feet last week. I mean, didn't even touch the hole, um, which is just unheard of for that caliber of player. So something's going on there. You know, he ha he does, seek out advice on, on putting Matt Killen was his coach for a long, long time in putting. uh, And then he left Matt and he's went to John Graham and they had some early success. And so, you know, where are we at now with that? That's just the reality. Mm -hmm. Is he in between something? I don't know. I don't know
1: the answers to that,
0: Um, but it's, it hasn't been good and it's holding him back.
1: All right. Well uh, we'll see. I actually, whenever I go through my picks, I make a list of head to heads that I like uh, that my sports book gives me. And that matchup you just gave, that was right at the top of my list. So I love that play Spieth over JT. Plus only late in 20 cents. I love that too. Uh, My first matchup looks a little something like this. You mentioned Charlie Hoffman. You mentioned Charlie Hoffman. This dude has been, you don't want to say lights out because he's not winning, but every single week his name is in that top 20 of names that are just hanging around, playing well, plays great in the wind, uh, and he showed up last week again. He showed up uh, when they played in the Dominican, all those places. This is, could be a windy spot. And in all the metrics, his name shows up too. And I know what you're going to say, that Brian Harmon is like Abraham Anser. He's like a speed. He, he's, he's not a bomber. And this course should fit him well. And I agree with that. But I think Charlie Hoffman is just playing better golf. So you're going to give me him at even money? I'm going to take it all day. I'll take Charlie Hoffman my first head to head.
0: No, I, I think it's great. I think where Harmon struggles is is the iron game. For whatever reason, he can just go so south in his approach game. And I think you have to really put the emphasis here. We know his short game is second to none. His putting is good, but Hoffman's man. I've been I've been pounding the drum for Charlie Hoffman for a <laughs> long time. Played very well last week. Yeah. And as you'll see later on, I I, I like him here too. I, I think there's a win coming for Charlie. It's coming. Um, just like we were talking about with Sam Burns, it's, it's coming for Charlie Hoffman. He's, he's excelling in too many categories and improving. And it just looks like a couple more things need to come together for him. I think to get another win,
1: maybe the, the Phil win will inspire him. Cause they played a million yeah. rounds together. They've yeah. gambled probably literally a million dollars together. <laughs> uh, and maybe last week, uh, we'll inspire him. All right. Second head to head matchup. What do you like Trev? All
0: right. We're going to go, uh, Neiman. Oh, Minus 120 over Scotty Scheffler. I'm here for the heater. That is shocking. <laughs> Neiman with the putter right now. I mean, my goodness, this guy is filling it up. He loves bent grass greens and this should be a good spot for him. You know, I think Neiman's coming into his own. I think he's as mature of a player as he, as he has been. We saw him pop earlier in the year, kind of, not go away, but it wasn't as good throughout the season. It's tough to sustain, you know, top tens weekend and week out 30th at the PGA 18th at the Wells Fargo. Um, You know, I I think the ball striking has settled in. I think it, it, it kind of went away there for the better part of a month in March or so, but now it looks really good and the putter looks incredibly good. Neiman can get clunky around the greens, just kind of sloppy. It just looks like vanilla shots and he throws them away, you know, just throw shots away. This is a place, not a lot of demand. I don't think here for a great short game. So I think it's a good spot for him. I'm signing up for the hot putter, particularly on bent and a strong approach game. Scheffler, who knows, flip a coin. He's coming back here. Um, yeah. I I, I think I, I think Scheffler's a, a, is a little bit on the down right now. So I'll, I'll go Neiman at minus 120.
1: Yeah, to your point, if guys are missing from 125 or 130, they're not going to be in the mix anyway. So the strokes gained around the green, I agree with you, is not a metric. Uh, I also agree with you that Scotty Scheffler is struggling because my next head to head trap looks a little something like this. How about Will Zalatoris <laughs> over Scotty Scheffler? And Will Zalatoris, he's from the area. And I just feel like the way this season is going track and -hmm. the way the storylines are playing out and the guys who are winning are making for a great story. And so to me, there's only one big story left for this season. And that would be Wills out getting a win to then qualify for the FedEx cup playoffs. Cause right now he's not qualified and he'd be 12th or 11th on the list. If he was qualified. So I think he's really, really motivated, not just to be back home, but to be with the very best come August. So I'm going to say Will Tours has a great week. And I think Scotty Scheffler, you couple that, I'm only at 15 cents, and Scheffler struggling. I think this is an easy play.
0: Well, people are going to be like, well, wait a minute. Scheffler had a top 10 at the PGA, but he could use his driving to the advantage there. His strength yeah. is the driver, and you needed it there. Here you don't so much. You've got to get it in the approach game and the putter. So I think last week's course for me at least Scheffler probably makes more sense. This week Bentgrass um I'll, I'm probably going to push it down a little bit. So I think it's a good play. Zalatoris I just think frankly is just a better player. I mean, he just he's just yeah. a better player. I mean, the the kid's iron game is so damn good. I mean, it's just so good and impressive. He
1: if if he could just have a decent putting week He's gonna win. Mm-hmm. The way he's he, hitting it, I he mean, does. Miss, he does miss a lot of uh, of short ones from time to time.
0: He's just living in that negative two, negative yeah. three, but positive eight in a. Pro- I mean, it's like you go positive two putting. You have a putting week with the weight. Like it adds up.
1: Yeah, I, and I, I love Shot Tracker with him because he has that beautiful little like two or three yard draw on every shot, and it's amazing how consistent yeah. that draw oh. is. Oh. All right, it's uh, it's crazy. All right, our top twenty.
0: Who do you got on our top 20? Well, i was throwing around a lot of names here, but we're bringing them back. Charlie Hoffman. There he is. Oh, great minds, baby. Great minds. I'm a homer for Charlie Hoffman. (laughs) And I am going to either go all the way to another win with him or we are going to fall together. Flat on our faces. (laughs) (laughs) I I have been here pounding the drum, had his coach on the podcast And it is real, folks. He is a top 20 machine. In fact, let's see, five of the last, no, six of the last seven tournaments. Wow. That's where he's been. And his ball striking coach, his approach game, right next to JT, right next to Morikawa, and right next to Zalotaurus. That's the company he's in. Positive eight lakhs last week in approach. Positive 6.6 at Valspar. This dude just gets anything out of his putter. It's been a little chilly the last couple weeks and, but he's put together some good putting weeks as well. It just hasn't all like kind of lined meshed, up, you know, get yeah. that bounce here or there. You know you got to have some things go your way to get a win. Um, but for a top 20, sign me up, Charlie
1: Hoffman. Plus 175 (laughs) is a fantastic number for him. Well, this is what Vegas does. They miss out on – this is where you find holes in their game, so to speak, because they they can't watch 200 players every week. So they just look at certain numbers – and maybe probably the year-long numbers and not the recent numbers. Yeah. Or this would be like in the 130 or 140 range, to be honest. Love this pick. Uh my top 20, you talk about falling flat on our faces, or oh, we're gonna go to the moon. <laughs> I'm gonna go Gary Woodland. And I'm getting it better yep. than your Charlie Hoffman number because I think they're looking at the whole year. And he really struggled up until, as you already said it, a couple of weeks ago. But now he's showing up on the leaderboards, he's showing up at really hard golf courses. But we also know that he can score. And his wedge game is better than uh, people think it is. And when he's dialed in, he can dominate courses like this because he can cut off the dog legs. He's got the power to get it down there to 110, 120. And I think he does that. And I'm getting a plus 200 for a top 20. That's all I've got to do. I'll take this all day. Gary Woodland, top 20, lock it in.
0: Yeah, Woodland usually doesn't play here, but he did last year and finished ninth. So he's got some good vibes. That was a good field last week but make no mistake his last two tournaments he's looked good you know he's he's looked much better i think he's kind of cleared his mind woodland strikes me as a guy who just you know he can he can tinker too much and then he starts Mm -hmm. to get too many noises and then it's like poof it blows up and then it's like okay wait a minute let me hit the reset button go back to butch and then it's we just start sailing again, you know? <laughs> and I think we're kind of in that sailing stage again. So I think Woodland um, coming here, he plays – I think if he plays anywhere like he did last week, he'll be in the top 20.
1: I wonder if Butch laughs when he looks down at his phone after somebody leaves him and he, and he always goes, <laughs> oh, about eight months, nine months. Yeah, it's about time for him to call me back. And he says, all right, come back home, baby. Just come back home. And he's I think so he, many players like that.
0: I, I think he probably – at first, and I don't know this, but he probably, it was like, it, it was probably was personal at first. Yeah. And then he realized it's just business. And then he's like, why am I wasting all this emotion on these psychopaths? <laughs> you know, like, because, <laughs> you know, I mean, they just, these guys are under a lot of pressure. Yeah. And golf does weird things to you. And, and it's just part of the business, them leaving and whatnot. So I think he probably has just learned. Now he's at the point where he's like, I don't care. You yeah, want to go, go over I, there?
1: Go, Go for over it.
0: there. Peace yeah. out. You've got my number if you need me. I'll be over here sipping on drinks with umbrellas in them.
1: <laughs> and all my <laughs> 15 top pros that I'm still working with. Yeah, right. You uh, don't care. All right. Let's get into our winner for the week. Who do you think is going to be putting on that beautiful plaid? Is it plaid, jacket? Is that what they call it? A plaid that you get to put on when you win the yeah. Colonial? Is that what it is?
0: I think it is. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, yeah I've got a picture of it actually is it, right here. It's a is plaid. It tar-
1: is it tartan? Is that what you call it? Tartan. Tart- yeah. tartan yeah how about abraham answer you think um is that who you're going with you think you think he would look good in it i, I think he'd look great in it with those nice black hair flowing yeah. locks I, I think he'd look I, great
0: I, yeah i think he'd look really sharp in it and i would <laughs> celebrate with a little tequila with him because he owns a, a tequila company it's very sure. good very smooth um and this dude well, is let trendy, me guess, man. that's
1: what that's one of your sponsors too let me know nope. Nope. You, you always have a way of tying nope. it together. Nope. Well, I, I didn't say it. the
0: name of the company. That's true. No, that's, <laughs> that's true.
1: That is true. <laughs> oh, He's coach, always a hustler. He's a hustler. Keep up. My bad.
0: My bad. <laughs> continue, continue. Continue. I mean, hey, fifth at the Valspar, second at Wells, eighth at PGA. I mean, the guys that pretty much covers like a wide range of golf courses playing great. Um, I think, I think with Answer. I think there was a lot of pressure on him after the president's cup, you know, and then the pandemic and then it kind of took him a while to get his engines going again. I want to, I want to see how good Abraham answer is, you know, because we know he's good. Like he's really good, but can he go out and beat a good field and get a win at a place like mm-hmm. this? This would be the next step for him. I think Abraham yep. answer to, to clip off a win here. And, and as I said earlier, is there a golf course that's made that's better suited for Abraham? answer? <laughs> my goodness, this is the place Conserve it off the T's got, you know, get it out there and play approach game. Yes. Sign me up putting. Yes. Sign me up. We're on a heater approach or his short game can get a little clunky at times. It's not bad. I mean, this is it coach. This yep. is the place for him. I read that this, he, he loves this golf course. I think it's going to happen. I think I'm going to get my third win on this show.
1: Abraham answer! Oh, my gosh. Stepping
0: on tequila Sunday night.
1: That would drive me absolutely insane <laughs> if that happened. But I do like to pick, and I look at a lot of different metrics, a lot of different lists when I'm doing my picks for every single week, and answer shows up on almost every single thing that I looked up for this particular week. Yeah. But he hasn't quite earned that respect as far as when he shows up people include him in the big game hunters category because no. he hasn't finished. That's right. He hasn't got the job done. Yep. Uh, so until he does that, and you just said it, you want to see how good he is. Well, he's really, really good, but is he champion worthy? And that's what we're going to find out. May not be this week, may not be next week, but we're going to find out because now he's elevated his status to the point where we say it's time for him to win and win consistently once a season, twice a season, whatever it is, he's now in that category, but you got to finish the job. So I love his pick plus seventeen hundred. Not a bad number. It's no, really not, not great. Not great. Yeah. You know, I would thought have been over two to be honest. Yeah. With him.
0: Yeah, that's not but. great.
1: But I just I feel that strong about it with yeah. the answer. I, okay. I, I think okay.
0: this is the place for him. I really do.
1: Okay. Well, I don't because I feel like this is the place for my guy. Yes. Damn right. I'm telling you, I feel like it's in my gut that Will Zalatoris this could be his week, and I it's an outlier and I'm probably making a bigger deal out of this because I'm, I feel like I'm the only one talking about it and because it is rare and you're not going to see rare is the time you're going to have four guys come out of college and make enough money on sponsors exemptions to continue on. It just doesn't happen. Like what's happened the last two years with Al Torres and Hovland and more and Matthew Wolf. but he needs to qualify for the FedEx cup playoffs and I'm sure he'd be fine with the season he's had. The, the top 10s in the majors, the second in the masters and missing the FedEx cup. But the competitor in him says, listen, I want to be there too. I've yeah. earned the right to be there, but the only way he can do that is by winning. It's very complicated. We're not going to get into yep. the reason he's not, but I think at plus 2,500, that's a sweet spot for me. You know me, I, it has yep. to be over 2,500 for me to play a winner. So I'm going to take Wills out plus 2,500 lock it in.
0: I mean, it's all there. Just let's just have a putting week. I mean, if, if you're into like positive eight and
1: nine strokes game
0: approach, then Will Zalatoris is a good spot, <laughs> is, a, is a good bet for you if you're into that kind of thing. That travels, <laughs> that means a lot in a lot of places, but it means a ton here. It yeah. means even that much more here. He's going to get the ball and play off the tee. He's going to, if Will, if Will Zalatoris has a putting week, it's over. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if he goes plus four putting, he wins. plus. Three and a half putting, he wins.
1: You know what I don't like? I, I'm not a big par seventy fan, by the way. Uh, I think it would be even better for a guy like Will if it was a par seventy-two, and you had a couple of more par fives. But I mean, it, it's everybody has to play the same. I just, as a fan, I don't like par seventy golf courses. I don't like having two par fives. I like having four. Yeah,
0: three, yeah.
1: You know? It's but I, I, you know, it is what it is.
0: I like the mix. I really do. I, I the one thing that's stood out to me as we've went through this week after week is just the variety. Of of the courses, the guy, the people that just say, oh, every course is set up for the bombers. They have no idea what they're talking about. That is not the case. It's the furthest thing from the case. There's different courses, different skill sets. We just talked about it last week. You know, Shuffler, that's a better course for him last week than it is this week.
1: Yeah. Um, You have to look at the course. If you, if if you are trying to pick and gamble, if you don't look at the course, you're, you're just destroying yourself. You taste about this
0: course real quick before we get to the last one. You know, one and two are easy. You're going to see tons of birdies out of the gate, one and two. 17 and 18, a lot of birdies coming in. Those are the four, you know, on the bookends there, we're going to get birdies. The, the the horseshoe is a lot of fun. Um, the horrible horseshoe. Three, four, five, three of the most difficult holes on the course. Always a tough stretch on the PGA Tour. Um, yeah, you, you better, you got to get through there with no doubles. You know, you're going to see a lot of guys go one, two under after two and then be one, two under even after five. And, the, you know, and then they kind of start... <laughs> And there. Moving. yeah and that's just that's the way that course is so um it, it, it's it's a good chat and it's a good track i don't mind the
1: par 70 occasionally like we get here this week okay very good uh, yeah all right uh been a, this has been i think our best episode we've ever had and we're down yeah. to our final pick i can't uh, even remember
0: who i picked to be honest with you uh i do okay
1: will's out <laughs> <laughs> you know
0: you know it's it's funny because i actually wrote i have him right here i put I, I put him down to win i was like this is the week right obviously this is a great spot for him yeah i wonder with will you know he's a texas kid um you know texas didn't offer him a scholarship in the reason because they didn't think he was a good enough putter and then he goes to wake for us right and here we are and it's like, I wonder if that kind of burns him a little bit, you know, deep down coming back to Texas. Probably not. He doesn't seem like that kind of Brooks would be like, Hey man, let me tell you
1: something. <laughs> Eight <laughs> years ago when I was 11 <laughs> and Texas wouldn't offer yeah. me a, a scholarship when I was in sixth grade.
0: I hate to admit it. I hate to admit it. I have a little bit of that in myself. From, and it's from your college days. Just no, just like in general, like where oh. you feel slighted and like, you know, I hate to admit it, but like, that's something that I work on. I like, come on, man. Like, you know, you got to be better than that. You got to move on. But I think with Brooks, like it's so apparent. Will doesn't strike me that way. He doesn't strike me that way. Pretty, just a. I don't say happy go lucky, but just a nice way about him. He's like a tall. He's like a a glass of milk.
1: Very <laughs> yeah. tall,
0: smooth, clean. And yeah, I, and I can, can he do enough with the putter? That's why. I went top 10 on my wild card. Can he do enough with a putter? I say three and a half to win. I think he's going to come in just like he did last week.
1: Negative 0.3. He finished eighth. Trav, you say you have a little bit of that in you. I say I've got a whole heck of a lot of that in me. In me, in me. When you're in TV or you're in entertainment or you're in in whatever it is, in what we get to do, Mm -hmm. there's going to be a big part of you that, I would be lying if I said I didn't watch the broadcast last week and said I can help there. I'd be great there. Right. And yep. it's, you know, I work at CBS Sports now. So, I feel like I should be on Nancy's crew. That's just how I feel. Yeah, But doesn't mean I'm going to be on Nancy's crew. Right. And it's just I think everybody in Lee has that that so I walk around the chips saying, yeah. "I know that I'd be great for this in golf." So, I I I think it can be healthy hey, if you allow it, it to be healthy.
0: It doesn't it doesn't mean that when Ian Baker Finch walks by you and you're doing Correct. it, you'd be like,
1: he'd be like. <laughs> 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 "That's a great point." It's not. I'm saying, Ian, have a seat. No. No, but I just think uh, we could add to it. You feel the same way. When we were putting the show together. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then it would just be over. Then it would just be over after that. Oh, man. We wouldn't be doing the show if we didn't have that chip, right? We felt like six months ago. We could have the best golf betting podcast out there. And I believe that it's developing into that. You have to believe you're the best. Bryce has got the the buys going that night. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 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 uh how funny how funny would that would that be if bryson kind of stalks brooks a little bit sees him doing an interview yeah. and walks behind him pumping iron oh, so good at, oh my god that would be the viralist of viral videos that would literally drop the mic it'd be over uh, if he walked so behind good. him lifting weights oh my god it'd be crazy all right uh quickly let me get to my last pick and then we get out of here uh i'm gonna go with a guy that last week Was 12 over par at one point. At one point, this is not my pick. I've changed my pick to Cameron Tringali. I'm going with Cameron Tringali. Cameron Tringali plus 400 for a top 10, not a top 20. I'm going top 10 Cameron Tringali. I'm going to tell you why. You take those 11 holes that he blew up at the PGA Championship when he was at three under par and you take everything else that he's done, he has consistently shown up every single week. And I think when I'm looking, when I looked at a lot of the different names, and I also like to give numbers where people can actually get a good value for their money. I don't like to play a minus 150 for a top 20 pick because that's not value. To me, Cameron Tringali is playing the best golf of his career. And I think he comes to Dallas very, very motivated and confident and a plus 400. For a top ten, I'll take that. Lock it in, Cameron Tringali.
0: I don't love it, but I'm not a. I don't usually. He doesn't do it for me. I know he's had a great run, and and we talked about it um, in a show a while back. I mean, you have to you have to acknowledge the run that he's been on. It's been it's been terrific. Let's see if um, Kiwa broke him though. <laughs> with that, with that was
1: that was hard to watch. That was oh, hard to watch.
0: It. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you got it. You got to give Cameron Tringali credit, man. He is. He's been out there a long time. And Mm -hmm. for him, he's playing some great golf. He still hasn't got a win, Um, but top 10 feels like a stretch, but you're getting some mods. So we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, Don't forget uh, all of the content we talked about at the start of the show. Go to the sports pub media, YouTube page, subscribe, turn on the notifications. They're going to be growing the page. They're going to be growing the content, adding to it. Follow them on social media, on Twitter and on Instagram. (laughs) as we continue to grow the show as well. Uh, hey, Bryson, any last thoughts?
0: <laughs> oh man, I'm here for it all. You know, I really am. I'm here for it all. Golf is my last thoughts are this golf is on fire. It's just, it, it is literally on fire. It is awesome to see the fans back. The PGA tour needs now to start getting some of those funds coming back in. They were hemorrhaging money, th- uh, you know, starting this week, last year, yeah. To get the game back out there, they did a terrific job leading the way. And um, hey, here we go. We've got uh, we've got Charles Schwab this week. Oh, and how about the Memorial? Have you heard of that Jack I Nicholas forgot it, tournament? To,
1: I'll be honest, i didn't even thought about it. Yeah, I forgot. Oh, that's that's coming next week too. My goodness. So that goodness, we'll, we'll see everybody
0: next week, and we'll we'll talk about another good field.
1: Uh, I love it. We continue yeah. to grow. I love being uh, part of the conversation each week as we try to continue to help grow the game of golf. All right. That's going to do it for us. We talked about Phil. We talked about Bryce. Talked about Brooks. We talked about uh, the field <laughs> this week. We did all of our picks. There's no more damage that we can do. Nope. So on behalf of our incredible partners, at sports pub media for Samantha, who does an incredible job, Cody, great producer for Travis. I am the coach. Remember when you're looking for golf betting, And you just want to laugh a little bit and not take yourself too seriously when it comes to golf. This is the place. And remember, if you're going to cash out, why not cash out with the coaches? Take care. Hey, guys, what's good? This is the coach. You may know me from PGA Tour Live, the golf channel, or even ESPN. I wanted to interrupt this YouTube video real quick to tell you how to get the best and most entertaining golf betting content every single week, and it's all for free. It's called Cash Out with the Coaches. I've teamed up with legendary golf instructor Travis Fulton, and he's also a PGA Tour insider to bring you the unscripted, unfiltered PGA Tour betting talk and analysis. All you have to do is subscribe to Sports Pub's new channel, And you'll get access to our Cash Out with the Coaches show before every single PGA Tour event. You can also play along with the coaches, too. We don't hold anything back on this free show. And all you have to do is subscribe to Sports Pub's channel with the button on the video, and you'll have access to every single show. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Can't wait to see you on the channel.